Um, I'm usually against using phones, but I've just got a message from uh, Angie Zimmerman. People know the story with Angie and Joshua, young Josh, 14-year-old boy. Um, there's sick, there's very sick, and then there's scary sick. Josh was scary sick. Um, you've been with someone who uh, you think the only way out of this is a miracle. That was Josh a couple of weeks ago. I just, I, I just asked Ange, would you mind if I just mentioned the testimony? Sorry about this, I'm not very good on this sort of stuff. Um, just mention quickly, his, just very quickly his testimony, just very, very quickly what happened. He was bleeding internally, like seriously bleeding, um, constantly bleeding internally. Um, incredible pain. Terrible pain, she said. Anyway, I'll, I'll just read some of it very quickly. Thank you for you for asking to share this miracle, to speak about, to, to share the miracle that we, we've had. Josh is now home. He was in hospital. He was, it, was, it was scary. Um, the saints' prayer. This is the last, this is what I wanted to dwell on. This is uh, Angie, the mum, just saying, after a couple of weeks of this, Thank you that you want to share his miracle. Josh is home now. The saint's prayer of faith built an amazing protective wall around our boy. Bleeding stopped. His terrible pain is gone. Surgery was taken off the table. The door was firmly shut. And just the last bit, it says, go for it, Ben, just to speak about the testimony. Our families, work colleagues are amazed at Josh's recovery. It would be icing on the cake for you to share it with all the brothers and sisters. So she's thanking you, everybody. There was prayer for Joshua went out through the world. Ireland, people were praying for young Josh everywhere, folks. It was a prayer that Sister mentioned today, tonight about the prayer of the saints. It's a powerful thing, extremely powerful. And um, there was another testimony about a, um, a young girl, just very, very quickly. Um, a young girl, she was pregnant, unmarried mum. Um, the, the bubs, the little baby in, in, in the womb that took the ultrasound, some of the skull was missing in the baby and there was fluid on the brain. Um, saints prayed, the saints prayed. A couple of the guys went around there, a couple of brothers went around and prayed for the mum and the baby and the grandmother. The grandmother was in the room, so the grandmother was freaking out. She was concerned for her daughter and for the unborn baby, so she had... You know, all this concern, just the room was full of concern and, and, and terror. You know, scary. Uh, heart, some of the skull was missing fluid on the brain. The boy, I think it was the boy, the boy was healed. Power of prayer. The boy was healed completely. There's a skull there now, there's no fluid. And the grandmother, who's not a Christian, wanted to come to one of our meetings, get up on stage and speak of the miracle. That's how powerful it was. She's not a Christian. But what she saw that night was so amazing, she wanted to come to our church and speak of the miracle of God. Prayer of the saints, folks. Isn't that amazing? Amen. Just prayer of the saints. Okay. I could sort of leave it there. Prayer of the saints. And, and we'll, we'll go on to that a little bit. This is a little bit on the other side. Why does Satan hate Saints. Anyone? Why does Satan hate saints? He's got it really, when I first came along to the Lord, I could sort of read the scripture and I said, yeah, he's got it in for, for Jesus Christ. 
and he's got it in for Michael the archangel. I could read all that. But why? what have the saints done against the devil? Why does he, you know, sort of thing? And about um, five years ago, I was driving along with my boy in the back of the car, and uh, he was in the back of the car, and we always have these deep and meaningful conversations, driving along, eating gelati. And he said, Dad, if I was, a, uh, if I was an angel... I'd be an angry angel. And I sort of stopped. And sort of driving along and licking the ice cream. And I said, no, you got me. Why, if you're an angel, why would you be an angry angel? And he said, well, there I am running around in heaven doing everything God asks, doing the right thing. And one day it's announced that the saints will be given the kingdom. The saints will be ruling the kingdom. The people of the earth will be elevated above the angels. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredible? Let's just turn to Luke, Luke 9. No, sorry, Matthew 16. Just hold that thought. Above the angels, us. There's a story in um, Zechariah, if anyone's taking notes. Zechariah chapter 3. The high priestess, or the high, the high, priest, the high priest, Joshua. God, God raises Joshua up, takes away all his iniquity. The devil is ready to, to have a go and to complain. And God refuses the devil to speak. Be quiet. This is mine. This is my anointed. Joshua, I remove your iniquity. I remove your sin. I remove all your wrongdoing. I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to put a, a crown and a scepter and you will be judging my, my courts. You'll be judging my house. We've been given the same. And, and, and we have the same iniquity. We have the same Why? And, and the devil could say anything he likes about us and he could, be say, he could be telling the truth, if you like. He could be saying, that guy there or that sister there or that brother there, him, you're serious? You're going to be giving him and we're just going to see what took place. Just here in, um, where am I, Matthew 16. Just a couple of scriptures tonight, folks. Matthew 16. We know these scriptures well. Most of us know these scriptures well. It may be going to for the, uh, if, you, if you, this is your first meeting tonight or if you've just been coming along, these might be new scriptures to you. Um, in verse 18 of, uh, of Matthew 16, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt shall loose on earth should be loosed in heaven. So he's promising, and we know that he didn't give these, these keys straight away. These keys were given after the resurrection. And for 2,000 years he's just been saying to the saints, hear the keys, the authority of heaven. And that's amazing. And we sort of read over, oh, that's nice. We have the keys to the kingdom. We have the authority and we have been given access to open the door or to close the door. When someone witnesses to you or to me, the lady that, or the sister that witnessed to me, she opened the door, she used those keys. I believe those keys are the, the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. And she used both and she opened the door. Jesus Christ is the door. And I went through that door and it's the same to all of us. Someone witnessed to us, someone opened that door, someone used the keys and now we're entered into the kingdom of God. How, how priceless are those keys? 
How powerful are those keys? For 2,000 years, folks, the Lord Jesus Christ has said, here, I'll freely give you these keys. And what we do with them is up to us. Let us not just have them in our pocket. But may we use these keys in that short period of time, 2,000 years, different people, different people that the devil could say, him? You serious? You're, you're trusting your kingdom and you're giving the authority to that person? Do you know what they're like or what they've done? And, and we'll just turn to it, folks. Sorry, I'll just turn to it. Zechariah 3, I just quoted the story, but just very quickly. Zechariah 3, we'll just turn back to Zechariah 3, just want to pick on one verse here. And in verse, verse 1, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. So the devil was going to have a go at Joshua. And just in verse 2 is my point. The Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke this. Is this not a brand plucked out of the fire? That's us, folks. Individually, he's taking us out. And we're precious to him. And, and, and we're his golden people. If you're, if you're at work or something and there's golden people, the boss loves that guy or he, he loves that, you know, and, and you're sort of saying, him? What, you know, why is he the chosen one, if you like? For some reason, folks, he has chosen us. And I believe what it is, he's making a point. He can make a ruler and, and, and a king, a ruler, a high priest out of anybody. And he can turn that, if you like, that nobody around and make them a ruler of the kingdom. And, and he trusts them. And he makes a point, the humble. Jesus Christ said the humble. You know, in Isaiah 57, it says that the, he that, uh, God that dwells in eternity with the humble and contrite. If we're humble and we use these keys, not for our own glory, but if we use them for the, for the furtherance of the kingdom of God, for opening the door for others to go through and not to use that authority for our own glory, but for the glory of Christ and the salvation of souls. But may we use these, these keys. And, and, and a part of those keys is prayer. We've, we've received the Holy Ghost. We've received the word. With the Holy Ghost, we've been given all these gifts. The gifts, Mark 16, laying hands on people, seeing them raised up, speaking in tongues, Praying to God in, this, in the tongues of men or of angels, Paul says. We've been given all these gifts. They go with the keys. May we use them. And we are using them. The testimonies that we, and the testimonies that I, I sort of mentioned today, that's the testimony of the power of the gifts being used, the saints using these gifts. And may we just continue, not, not start using them, but may we continue using what we've, already, what we've already and what we've always done. Ever since we've received the Holy Ghost, we've used the gifts. And may we just continue using them. And the more we use them, the more we'll see things happen, the more miracles, more people receiving the Holy Ghost. And we'll grow confident, more confident in using these gifts. And we're just going to finish just in Luke chapter 9. Luke 9, just to finish. I remember when I first came along, people know the story. I went out with a sister in the Lord. I was, I was 19. Sister in the Lord was 20. I was six months old in the Lord. She was a year old in the Lord. Um, this guy, um, he had some sort of episode and he was actually dying. 
we're witnessing to all these people. He actually was dying. He had a, some, something happen. And, um, and Vicky, who I was with, and myself, we just prayed for this guy. He was raised up in front of all his friends. There was 10 of them. And I said, just not. And I was, I was six months old in the Lord. I was more amazed than anyone, you know. And I just said, this night you've seen a miracle. This night you've seen a miracle. And they said, yes, we have. And all those 10 got baptised. All those 10 received the Holy Ghost. That's just using the keys, folks. That's not, that's not trying to convince people. You know, that's not trying to win people. That's not religion. Maybe we just continue to end. And like I said, I was more surprised than anyone. I was sort of with Vicky. You know, she, it was her faith. And I was just there. And may we just go out. May we go out with other people. If we're not that confident, may we go with someone who's a little bit more confident. And may we not, not turn inward, you know. And may we just continually see these and hear these testimonies, wonderful, wonderful testimonies of the saints, the power of the prayer of the saints, folks. It is an amazing thing. May it continue. May it get more and more. And as it, as it is growing more and more, may we be thirsty for more and more. May we be hungry. This is amazing. Let us see more, more amazing, more miracles continually. And let us not sort of back in the day. You know, it's now. It's now. It's here. It's powerful. I often think about if we wrote, the book of Acts is amazing. If we wrote down, and I was trying to, I had to cut down some amazing miracles because, you know, it'd just be all night. I had to cut down. I can't mention, it's just too much, you know. Amazing miracles. We are amongst amazing miracles. Now, not 2,000 years, now. If you're a visitor here tonight, you can receive the Holy Ghost now. You can get baptised you can receive the power of God. Not a story 2,000 years ago. You can be healed. You can be raised up. You could be up here next week speaking about the power of God in your life. Just to finish, folks, uh, Luke 9, I guess everyone's there. Luke 9. This is Jesus Christ. He's walking around with uh, two of the guys um, and, and two of the disciples. Just to finish, in verse 49, And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name. We forbade him because he followed us not. Jesus said, forbid him not. He that is not against us is for us. And in verse 54, or verse, uh, verse 52, and he sent messages before his face. They went, entered into the village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. They did not receive him because his face was as though he was going to Jerusalem. So this whole village was a bit rude to Jesus Christ. They didn't accept Jesus Christ. They didn't allow him in. They ignored Jesus Christ. So they were a bit rude. And they said um, in verse, um, verse 54, And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, without the, we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them as Elias did. So these guys, the two disciples, wanted to wipe out the whole village, men, women and children, wanted to destroy the lot. These were Christians, if you like. And he said, where's that come from? Where's, I mean, they were just listening to the Beatitudes a while back. Jesus Christ speaking about Beatitudes, turning the other cheek, loving your enemies. And here they are going, can we destroy this village for being rude? Isn't that a little bit overreaction? You know, really? What's going to happen to the next village? This is going to be all these piles of, you know, destruction. You know, Jesus Christ. And this is, I guess this is what I want to leave it for. You know, in verse 55, and he turned and rebuked them. He wasn't angry with the guy preaching in his name. He wasn't angry even with the village. He was annoyed with his disciples. It's incredible. 
And it says, but he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of, for the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's life, but to save them. That's religion, you know, condemning and judging, destroying. You know, you're, you're, you're doing the wrong thing and you should be doing this and all that. And he was annoyed with that. And he said, look, I'm not... He wasn't focused on that. He wasn't focused on the faults. He wasn't focused on that's got to be fixed, that's got to be fixed. He was focused on saving souls. And may we continue to focus on saving souls. And may we not, it's easy to sort of turn and go, what about that? What about him? What about her? And that shouldn't, you know, may we continue just using these keys. Individually, we've been given the keys. It's not a, it's not a, here's the revival fellowship, here's the keys. It's individually we've been given the keys. May we continually use what we're continually using. May we continually use what we've been continually using. May we not sort of start looking around. And what about this? What about that? And getting offended. But may we continually... Jesus Christ, he was just focused on one thing. He didn't have time to be offended. He was focused on saving souls. And may that be our focus individually and as a church. But it starts with the individual and it's inspiring when you see folk and that's all they're really sort of speaking about and concerned about is, is not offence. That's right, oh, that person shouldn't... But just saving souls and, and, and that's the mission. That's in their mind, that's in their hearts, that's in their prayers... That's in their soul. That's in their reason, the reason why they, they come along. Because the meetings are great, but that's not going to hold us, folks. And it won't hold our young people. And it won't, you know, the meetings are great, but it's be doers of the word and not hearers. May we do. May we use these keys. That will keep us. That will keep us inspired and we'll be amongst those that are using the keys and that will inspire us. May we inspire each other. May we go out. Jesus Christ said two by two. Grab someone. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, let's uh, see the, the glory of Christ. And all the people said, Amen. Amen.